0: Senator Dick Durbin with us this morning. Senator, how are you, sir?
1: I'm great, and I'm cheering for spring to come as soon as possible. I've, <laughs> I was, I've had enough of this. I hope you have, too.
0: I have, too. I was out there this morning. It was about 42 degrees, they told me, but it felt like about 22, and I'm sick and tired
1: of it. <laughs> well, maybe with baseball on the way, there's a good sign. Maybe, well... Maybe. <laughs> Something's happening.
0: Maybe, but, you know, Dave Lone carried his heater with him the first couple of months of this season, so we're not sure. Uh, tell me, uh, Senator Durbin, I was uh, watching a little bit of the confirmation hearings last week. Ted Cruz seemed to have an attitude problem.
1: Tell me what was going on there, would you? <laughs> Did you pick that up? You must have a Ph.D. in political science. I, I guess no, uh- uh- <laughs> He's a different sort of fellow, yeah. and uh, I'll just tell you that if you're presiding over something and you say to him, there's a time limit here five minutes, uh, it's like he tunes you out
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and believes that he has a right to go on for 10 minutes, maybe 15 and uh, w- when you have a room full of 22 senators all waiting patiently for their turn, uh, I had to bang the gavel to stop him at some point. You know, it, it just was out of control. But uh, nevertheless, let me tell you this, the majority of the Republican senators did uh, handled it professionally and I thought uh, did a respectful job of being fair to the nominee, the same on the Democratic side. There are always a handful of people who are going to, disappoint you. That happens in life. Uh, but by and large, on a bipartisan basis, I thought the nominee was treated well.
0: Now, you ran into some extra innings there one day, didn't you?
1: It sure was. I mean, when you give 30 minutes to 22 senators and say, uh, if you want to yield back any of your time, feel free, and then none of them do. <laughs> they use every single minute and more. Uh, for the, It's an important issue. Don't get me wrong, nomination, lifetime appointment, highest court in the land, and there are many, many questions that can be asked and answered. Uh, and so I, I had to respect my colleagues in terms of wanting to use a full 30 minutes one days, and then 20 minutes the next. But it was a long day for the nominee, and I thought she did very well.
0: Well, you were all over the news last week. What else was going on that you were involved with?
1: Well, I tell you, what's going on constantly is the situation in Ukraine. And yeah. I'm co-chair of the Ukrainian caucus in the Senate with Rob Portman, Republican of Ohio. And we're watching this. I mean, I just want to tell you, Dave, two weeks ago when President Zelensky spoke to a joint session of Congress, he ran a video that still created images in my mind. There isn't a father or grandfather alive that could watch those Uh, lifeless corpses of those little babies and and children uh, and and not feel contempt for Vladimir Putin and what he's doing to that country. Uh, The United States, with Biden's leadership, have put the NATO alliance back on the map. Uh, They were helping the Ukrainians fight back, and and they're showing extraordinary courage in in defending their country uh, and being willing to die for it, to be honest with you. Uh, So I hope this ends, and I hope it ends soon. There's just terrible... uh,
0: Senator, this is C.W. Greer. I just wanted to ask a couple questions. First of all, is the media unduly uh, going after our president with his off the cuff statement about Putin? And then, secondly, how do you think the president is doing in handling this entire situation as far as from America's perspective?
1: Well, from our perspective, what he's done is breathe life back into the NATO alliance. Uh, these 30 nations have come together and, and stand together uh, to impose sanctions on Russia, which uh, are, are the most uh, serious sanctions in history. I had a, a Russian came into my office uh, last week. He's uh, uh, on the outs with Putin, has been for a long time. Putin tried to poison him. And I said, what is it like in Moscow? He had just been there a week before. He said, the grocery shelves are empty. And people can't buy the basics, so those economic sanctions are tight, are really hitting the economy of Russia in a big way. And I think uh, the president deserves credit for uh, working with our allies uh, to make that happen. In terms of what he said that Putin should be out of power, I don't know of many people living in the United States who would disagree with the conclusion. Could he have said it a little more tactfully, artfully? Yes, but if that man were, if the Russian people decided tomorrow we want a new leader, there would be cheers across the world.
0: Well, sir, I know you've got somewhere to be here shortly, so I don't want to hold you up. Uh, Anything else you want to mention while we're here?
1: Well, I can just tell you that uh, we are trying to work on some issues that I think uh, are important to your listeners. One of them uh, is the cost of prescription drugs. Uh, we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. It's time to do something. Uh, we're trying to at least, f- for the millions of Americans who have diabetes in their family, we're trying to at least get insulin down to an affordable level. We're finding Americans uh, facing diabetes are uh, unable to purchase these uh drugs, insulin drugs that they need, uh, and I think that's one thing that we ought to all agree on on a bipartisan basis. Get insulin down to an affordable level so that people who are facing that disease don't risk their lives uh, by cutting back on use of it. So that's one of the elements that I'm hoping to push for.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for your time this morning, Senator Durbin. We appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. All right. Take care.